Oh boy, it's game day for the New Jersey Devils. This time the games count for real. So I'm going to give you guys the pregame notes. I'm going to give you my overall reaction to the potential starting lineup. And also I will give you a brief overview of how I feel about the game. I will give my predictions in terms of final score and players to look out for. It's going to be a jam-packed episode. I'm looking forward to it. So buckle up, everybody. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Lockdown Devils podcast here on the Lockdown Network. I'm your host, Kalachaki, play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Riders, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 1.32 a.m. Eastern Time, October 15, 2021 at the time it's recording. And guys, it is officially game day for the New Jersey Devils. This time, the games count for real. So it seems like it's been a while since I've broken down a New Jersey Devils game. Obviously, I was doing it for the preseason, but like I said, now the game games count for real there's no excuses and our first game is against the Chicago Blackhawks now uh, we're going to be talking about players to look out for my overall prediction for the final score and also we'll uh, look at some pregame notes and where the New Jersey Devils are going to have to beat the Chicago Blackhawks in and uh, obviously the last game for the Chicago Blackhawks didn't really go too well so hopefully the New Jersey Devils are able to exploit that however going into this game the New Jersey Devils they kind of have a couple issues that they're going to have to let's just say uh, muscle their way through because we're most likely going to be missing four key guys barring anything uh, spectacular happening so at the time of this recording they're not officially ruled out but they're not officially activated either so the good news is that a couple of these guys were skating on their own just recently the bad news is like I said I don't anticipate for them to play in the opener against the Chicago Blackhawks maybe they'll play in the second game of the year against the Seattle Kraken but that's up in the air so there's obviously no rush for Lindy Ruff to put these guys out uh, just yet just because it's against the Chicago Blackhawks and maybe uh, we can handle ourselves just fine. I'm not really too worried about Chicago Blackhawks, nor am I too worried about the Seattle Kraken, but congratulations to the Kraken for getting their first win in franchise history. That That's amazing, and that's going down into the history books. However, all the media and hype aside, the Seattle Kraken, they're not a team that you exactly fear, but we'll talk about that in a later episode when we have to play them, so let's focus on the Chicago Blackhawks. So, a couple days ago, on October 13th, Amanda Stein uh, tweeted, out saying no Mackenzie Blackwood, no Ty Smith, no Damon Severson, or no Miles Wood uh, at a recent practice for the New Jersey Devils. So uh, for Mackenzie Blackwood, he's still rehabbing his heel. It's not a COVID issue. And based on reports, it looks like that Mackenzie Blackwood is leaning towards getting his COVID shot. So I think that's all going to be just fine in, in that regards. However, like I mentioned a few weeks ago, Um, Mackenzie Blackwood did have heel surgery over the offseason, so that's why maybe the New Jersey Devils were a little hesitant to put him out during preseason games. That's why we saw Jonathan Bernier. That's why we saw Scott Wedgwood, uh, mostly in preseason action. And also, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood did have a COVID issue, and he was scheduled to start the final preseason game of the year against the um, New York Islanders, but obviously that game got scratched due to a power outage. So, Uh, Overall, yeah, we're going to be missing three key guys, and two of those guys are our top four defensemen. So Ty Smith and Damon Severson, 
Oh boy, that that's going to be an issue. So we're going to be talking about the projected starting lineup for the New Jersey Devils in a moment. But remember when I told you I had good news for you a few moments ago? So uh, Amanda Stein once again tweeted out saying that Damon Severson and Ty Smith were skating on their own. So uh, it goes to show that the severity of their injuries aren't that serious. I think now they're in the recovery phase. And I think right now it's just more of a precaution reason. Uh, she also expects for Miles Wood to get back to that very soon. But she says as for like Mackenzie Blackwood, he's just rehabbing his heel. And Tyce Thompson still remains on the injured list. But I don't think that really plays much of a factor. So uh, Amanda Stein once again tweeted out uh, the uh, projected starting lineup for uh, the season opener. She says top line is Zaka, Heizer, and Brat. Second line, Sharon Govich, Hughes, and Kwokinen. Third line, Janssen, Mercer, and Tatar. Third line, Stunich, McLeod, and VC. And for the defense, we got Graves, Hamilton, Siegenthaler, and Subban. That's our top four. And then our bottom four is White, Yaros, Jurston, and Thompson. So, uh, yeah, there's a few question marks that I'm going to talk about in a few moments. But first, I have to give you guys the first live read this morning, and it comes from betonline.ag. So we're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't forget the NHL. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Please gamble responsibly and also visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. Now, going back to the starting lineup that Amanda Stein uh, tweeted out, I, I think it's the same starting lineup that I revealed to you guys from a few practices ago. And like I said, I don't think much has changed. But the the overall questions I have, which is, why aren't we putting Sharon Govich, Hughes, and Quokinen on the top line? Heizer must be doing something really amazing in practice behind the scenes that we don't really know about because I'm still trying to ease Heizer back into the overall system because, like I said, many, 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 times he missed a lot of the season last year and also uh, he's not really used to Lindy Ruff compared to someone like Jack Hughes and I don't know why Zaka and Brat you know do they really deserve to play on the top line like you know I, I say second line but so they would still be in the top six but I, I would just say flip those lines because I really want Hughes to set the tempo because did you see the the connection that Hughes and Sharon Govich had during the course of preseason and then Kwokinen kind of proved that he, he can uh, he's able to facilitate and he's able to score without Hughes and Sharon Govich, albeit some of his passes were ill-advised and completely unintentional, but still, he got the job done. But the, the thing I want to establish is that Hughes is right now our best player in terms of forwards. That's my personal opinion. You know, no disrespect to Heizer. I know he's our captain and all, but, you know, I want Hughes to set the tempo 
for our first game of the year. I, I don't know why Lindy Ruff is deciding to put Heizer, Zaka, and Brat on the top line. They're good players, and they have good chemistry, and I think that's why Lindy Ruff wanted to reunite them. And I, I can't argue against that. Heizer does a great job of being that glue piece for Zaka and Brat, and Zaka kind of needs Heizer in order to be successful, and I'm really hoping that Zaka can build off what he was able to do last season and to close out the year as well. However, just the, the main thing is like, you know, Hughes and Sharon Govich and Kwokinen, they're our best offensive players. Now, you could make the argument saying that Miles Wood and Pavel Zaka led our team in points last season. However, uh, you know, I just have more faith in Jack Hughes just because he was able to get the most out of two rookies. So Miles Wood and Pavel Zaka, we expect that out of them. Like, you know, they're veteran players. Uh, despite their young ages, they're still one of the most experienced players on the roster in terms of being with the Devils organization. However, just the fact that Hughes was able to get the most out of Sharon Govich and Kwokinen, and also it looked like they didn't skip a beat in training camp preseason or, you know, uh, whatever Corey Masasek, Amanda Stein were tweeting about practice. It, it looked like Jack Hughes had a real good connection with uh, Igor Sharon Govich based on my personal uh, opinion. So I feel as though they should be the top line because I feel as though with Hughes' speed, high uh, hockey IQ, and also Sharon Govich and Kwokinen just developing their games and me seeing it uh, from my perspective of what they were doing during the course of preseason, you know, I, I feel as though they should be the top line because I just feel as though they would set the tone better. However, you know, I do need to respect the fact that Heizer is the leader of this organization. It seems like Heizer, based on media day interviews, we all know that Heizer is more of a lead by example kind of leader, but it seems like he's going to integrate uh, more vocalness uh, based on what I was hearing him say to the press. So, uh, and you know, Jack Hughes does respect the fact that Heizer is the leader of this organization. So uh, I, I guess Heizer has been just doing something in practice that uh, that we're not seeing or that we haven't heard about. But, you know, I, I, I don't know about Heizer, Brat, and Zaka setting the tempo for the New Jersey Devils because if Lindy Ruff, uh, based on what he said in past interviews, said that, you know, they want to be quick, they want to be aggressive, they want to assert themselves, I would say look at Hughes, Sharon Govich, and Kwokinen because I see a lot of more firepower from those guys and they just seem to have a very special connection. Whereas for Heizer and Zaka, they do have a good connection, but just in a different way. When I think of Heizer and Zaka, I think more of Heizer just babysitting Zaka to get the most out of them. Because yes, Zaka was able to handle himself, you know, fairly decently when uh, Heizer was uh, uh, injured last season. However, you know, he was kind of struggling at the center position. Uh, they tried giving him another shot uh, during the course of preseason, but they just said, you know what, you're getting outplayed by Dawson Mercer. There's no way Zaka can play the center position, so he's going to have to move over to a wing position. And, you know, Heizer was, and also Brat were setting him up with good opportunities, but sometimes Zaka just didn't capitalize on it. And that's okay. That's okay. I'd rather, you know, Zaka be trying it. And, you know, like I said, it's preseason. Take those games with a grain of salt. I'd rather him be. Be missing those opportunities in preseason compared to a regular season game. But, you know, I just feel as though Heizer is more of a babysitter to Zaka, whereas Hughes, Sharon Govich, and Kwokinen, they're like best friends with this very special connection. Like if you see in a movie, it's just like the superheroes, they just have like, you know, I guess those, I, I've never seen Green Lantern, but I, I would presume that Green Lantern has this special ring and he summons all his friends or something like that. I feel as though that's what I, I get out of Hughes, Sharon Govich, and Kwokinen. Like I said, completely speculating. I'm sorry for any of you comic book lovers who, uh, who just got offended by what I just said. Never seen Green Lantern. I'm just going based on what I've uh, heard. But, you know, getting back to topic, 
Like, I just feel as though the dynamic between Hughes, Sharon Govich, and Kulkinen is special. But, you know, I, I guess I'm just going to have to wait and see what Heizer, Brat, and Zaka do on the top line. However, I just feel like for more uh, firepower of an offense, we should look more for Hughes, Sharon Govich, and Kulkinen. First game of the year. And like I said, uh, if we do end up losing it, I, I, I'm not going to get, like, all worried or anything. It's We're, we're still testing some things out. And... Maybe that's what uh, Lindy Ruff wanted to do in our final preseason game, but he wasn't given the chance to. Now, let's move on to the defensive side of things because this is also going to be a very um, concerning uh, area that the Devils need to focus on because Graves and Hamilton, they are going to have to lead the defensive unit. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, no, duh. No, I mean, they really have to step up because Siegenthaler and Subban are supposed to be our bottom four defensemen. Whereas Graves and Hamilton are obviously one of our top defensemen, so that doesn't change. But Siegenthaler and Subban have been moved up a position or two just because Ty Smith and Damon Severson will be out for this game. So I, I have faith in Siegenthaler and Subban. Like, Siegenthaler is good on the defensive end, and even though he's not much of a scorer, he doesn't seem to slow down the pace of our offense just based on what I see. For Subban, I'm just expecting solid production. I'm not expecting anything spectacular, but I just want an improvement from last season. And like I said in the last episode, um, when when I was looking at the fantasy website predictions, I just said, uh, okay, if Subban is able to put up anywhere from 28 to 30 points, I'll be happy. And he also needs to assert himself on the defensive side of things because I wrote an article for this uh, for the hockey writers a while back, and I said Subban was actually making us worse in a lot of uh, respective categories. And for the category he was uh, helping us out on, I believe it was power play, he was only treading water. Like, he was only helping just a smudge, just a minuscule. Like he, like I said, when I said he was trending water, he was treading water. So I'm, I'm just putting that out there. And, and, of course, that was like midseason or this, something like that. So he, he did improve and he didn't finish off the season due to COVID. But, you know, for Subban, I'm just looking for improvement. And I think a lot of Devils fans, including myself, are just a little nervous about the defensive side of things. However, it's against the Chicago Blackhawks. And like I said, uh, Ty Smith, Damon Severson, Miles Wood, they're not ruled out officially, but it's not looking likely. Now, I think the most likely player to play would probably be Damon Severson based on reports I'm hearing, but I'm just going to have to wait for the official word. And now another thing that we need to talk about is that Jonathan Bernier has been getting more reps in practice. Remember a couple episodes ago, I was saying that uh, Jonathan Bernier had to sit out a practice or two due to maintenance, and I didn't really get that. The Devils should have just said he was injured. I, I don't know what they were trying to you know, hide from, but Jonathan Bernier most likely will be the starting netminder for the New Jersey Devils to begin the year, and he will be going up against Marc-Andre Fleury, a reigning uh, Vesna Trophy winner. So uh, that's something we need to talk about because Jonathan Bernier, his preseason numbers weren't really all that impressive. However, it didn't seem like the defense was doing him much, much justice. But uh, like I said about Jonathan Bernier before, he's proven that he could be a capable starter, and we just need him to do, you know, solid production. We don't need him to do like what Marc-Andre Fleury did last year. We just need him to just you know tread water and basically hold his own until Mackenzie Blackwood gets back. Now 
that that's probably me just undermining his ability but like i said i try to keep my expectations very modest for the new jersey devils because i'm not trying to say like jonathan bernier is going to be this mega uh, goaltender who's going to help out our issues no 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 like look at his numbers for the detroit red wings they weren't exactly the best however i give him the benefit of the doubt just because the red wings were like in the bottom tier of the league in terms of defensive production and i think our defense is way better than the detroit red wings so uh, based on my assumption, I think Jonathan Bernier will be just fine. But is he anything spectacular? No, but I, I think he's far from the worst goaltender. And like I said, he's a uh, former Stanley Cup champion and he's played in starting roles before, particularly with the Toronto Maple Leafs in his tenure there. So I think for uh, Jonathan Bernier, if he's just able to hold his own and just overall just do what he's capable of doing, I think he'll be just fine. But the defense needs to help him out because some of those uh, spectacular stops he made during the course of preseason, don't bet on him to do it every single game. Like uh, I remember at the beginning of the year uh, last season, Mackenzie Blackwood was our best defenseman because he was getting no help defensively. So for Jonathan Bernier, he's been in that situation before and hopefully, you know, um, he's capable of holding his own. I have the utmost faith in him because I'm not really too concerned with Marc-Andre Fleury. And we're going to be talking about a quick uh, preview against the Chicago Blackhawks. I will also give my overall prediction in a moment. But first, I have to give you guys the second live read this morning, and it comes from rockauto.com. So with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using rockauto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. RockAuto.com's prices are reliably low for every consumer. They have everything you could uh, possibly need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Okay, so let's break down this game for the New Jersey Devils because I gave my area of concern, which is I'm concerned with their overall defense because I think our top four defensemen are solid, but our bottom four are a huge question mark. I'm just hoping that Damon Severson uh, is able to play in this game so that way we could possibly pair him with Jonas Siegenthaler and we can move P.K. Subban down a line so that way Subban can uh, just even it out just a little bit more. Like I said, I don't know what's going to happen. That's my uh, prediction. I think Severson is going to play, but I can't guarantee anything. So, you know, the fact that if Damon Severson and Ty Smith are both out for the New Jersey Devils, that's actually a major uh, factor that we need to take into consideration. Hopefully we could get one of them back. Like I said, Severson and Smith were skating by themselves. Wood is a question mark. And uh, also... Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood most likely just won't play, especially with what Jonathan Bernier has been doing in practice. And I think they're going to take their time with um, with Blackwood. Now, when we're looking at the Chicago Blackhawks, they lost their last game against the Colorado Avalanche by a score of four to two. They got outscored like eighteen to eight shots on goal in just the first period. So uh, you know that that's something we need to talk about, which is their defense is not good. 
our defense is not good either right now where it stands. Like, you know, we got Dougie Hamilton, we got Ryan Graves, but at the same time, you know, it's not like a full potential. Like, we know how good our defense could potentially be if we have Smith and Severson in our lineup. But, you know, when we look at the Chicago Blackhawks, they really struggled in their last game against the uh, Colorado Avalanche. But here's the thing. I, I think the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, they're definitely going to get back into uh, the film room. They're going to break down what they did wrong on the defensive side of things because the thing is the Devils have not played a game in a good while. I think the last time the Devils played in a game was like a little over a week ago, whereas the Blackhawks just played in a game recently. Now, they're 0-1 to begin the year, but still, it, it, that's still a game nonetheless. And one player that I want to look out for is Seth Jones. Now, I'm not going to get on the bandwagon and say that Seth Jones is going to be a bust for the Chicago Blackhawks. It's one game, guys. Let's not, you know, let's not lose our minds here. Like, because I was seeing this trend all over Twitter. I, I was looking at these advanced analytics just breaking down where uh, uh, Seth Jones was going wrong. And, and I was just like, okay, okay, it's game one. Let's calm down. I wouldn't be surprised if Dougie Hamilton has a bad first game for the New Jersey Devils. Not because Dougie Hamilton is a bad player, but he still needs to get accustomed to the New Jersey Devils system. And remember, Dougie Hamilton is going to be the man for a team that's trying to rebuild. It's it's up and coming, and we're heading in the right direction. However, we still have a lot of ground to make up. So, you know, if, if Dougie Hamilton doesn't have a good game for the New Jersey Devils or Ryan Graves or, you know, uh, whoever, uh, you know, doesn't get off to a good start, let's not lose our minds. Now, if it's 15 games in and they're still not producing, maybe that's when you start to grow a little weary and just say, okay, they should be stepping up by now. But let, let's just face it, the Devils are going to make mistakes. And, you know, if we do win, uh, it's not going to be a pretty win, in my opinion. And also, while we're on the topic of the Chicago Blackhawks, I want to give a shout out to Jonathan Taves for returning to action after sitting out an entire year. So congratulations to him for once again getting back onto the ice. And, you know, you got to respect your competition in that regards. Now, let's go back to Seth Jones. So Seth Jones didn't really have a good first impression for the Chicago Blackhawks but like I said I don't think it's anything to lose our heads about he's still trying to get accustomed to the system and maybe uh the same situation will be for um you know the Devils which is we just have a lot of uh you know uh new guys and we're just trying to integrate everyone so um overall I believe the Devils I believe we will win but it's not going to be like a Colorado Avalanche situation where we come out guns blazing I feel like we're gonna be making mistakes so uh, my overall prediction is that the Devils will come out victorious by a score of 2-1. to one. Uh, No no OT, no shootout, n- none of that. Just a 2-1 to one in uh, regulation. However, it's going to be a very um, sloppy game. Like, you, I, I believe the Chicago Blackhawks will strike first. They'll score the first goal of the game. And then the Devils will answer back maybe a period or two later and start to make a run once they get settled down, once they get accustomed. And then Jonathan Bernier, like I said, he's been in this situation before. I think uh, he'll step up his game. I think uh, a lot of people have been uh, high praising what he's capable of doing. So that's my overall prediction. And that's the player I want you guys to look out for. I expect Jonathan Bernier to do what Mackenzie Blackwood did at the start of last season, which is he became our best defenseman, even though he's a goalie. So my player to look out for is Jonathan Bernier. Hopefully he can get his first win. Hopefully he can redeem himself after a very, uh, let's just say, not really good performance in preseason. But like I said, uh, the defense wasn't really established then. And I guess preseason is the time to make mistakes. So 
that that's my overall prediction for the New Jersey Devils. They will come out victorious by a score of two to one. They won't strike first, but they'll score two unanswered goals once they get settled in. And Jonathan Bernier is my player to look out for. So hopefully I'm correct, but let me know what you guys think. But based on everything that I saw in the Chicago Blackhawks game, they just uh, struggled offensively. They struggled defensively, and it just doesn't seem like they have everything uh, accustomed quite yet. But uh, it's nothing to be concerned about. And like I said, if we did have to sit out a few players, I guess now is the time to do so. Just no rush to bring them back in and just risk further injury. So let's take our time for the devil. So let me know what you guys think. Let me know your predictions. Do you agree? Do you disagree? I would love to hear uh, your thoughts. And uh, that's all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Go Devils. And it is opening night. It's time to begin the season and I am more than excited. I'm more than ready. And I will give you guys my live reaction post game. Thanks for tuning in.